0: This is Breaking Free from the Grind. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Columbia MBA, and former Fortune 500 strategy consultant and Wall Street investment banker, Amelia Noel. After spending over a decade trapped in the grind of my own career, feeling overworked and overwhelmed, I'm here to show you how you can work less, stress less, and create sustainable success in your own career starting today. Ready to break free from the grind? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Free from the Grind. This week, I'm going to continue with the next installment of the Corporate Mindfulness series on this podcast. For those of you in the Breaking Free from the Grind tribe of podcast listeners who've been tuning in to BFG for the past two weeks, you've heard me talk about corporate mindfulness and how mastering the foundational principles of corporate mindfulness really allow us to do the three things that we all want most in our career. First, feel better, less stressed, less overworked, less overwhelmed, and more fulfilled, more calm, more confident in control in our careers. Second, perform better. So being successful and continuing to grow and develop in our careers, but without grinding and without overworking and without running ourselves into the ground. And then third, to show up as better humans at work, more authentic, more aligned, more true to who we are versus some buttoned-up professional robotic version of ourselves. Corporate mindfulness is a term that I coin to describe our ability to manage our minds and our emotions at work. It's about bringing the practice of mindfulness and the and humanness to our careers in the corporate world, which historically is a place where society and corporate culture tells us we shouldn't be mindful or we shouldn't be human, where we're told we shouldn't make mistakes we shouldn't have emotions, we should be buttoned up, we should be a robot, and we should just keep on grinding and keep producing. When we're able to practice corporate mindfulness, meaning when we're able to better manage our minds and our emotions at work, we start taking responsibility for the way that we think and feel and show up at work. And especially when we're able to start noticing how we're thinking and feeling at work and taking responsibility for it, we actually start feeling better at work. We start being nicer to ourselves when we make mistakes. We're able to let go of things that aren't serving us. We're able to stop stressing and stop overworking and actually work less and still feel good about what we're producing. Taking responsibility for how we think and feel at work is incredibly empowering and it's also incredibly freeing because it puts us firmly back in control of our thoughts and our emotions and our experience at work or the experiences that we create for ourselves at work. Last week, I introduced the first principle of corporate mindfulness, accepting the grind, which means that if we want to feel better at work, if we want to perform better, if we want to show up as better humans at work, we first need to accept the reality of where we are and what's happening around us in our careers instead of fighting or resisting or denying what we can't change. We can't change the people we work with. We can't change as much as we like to if the client sends you an email at 11 p.m. asking for a set of deliverables before a 9 a.m. meeting the next day. Now, accepting the grind, the first principle of corporate mindfulness doesn't mean that we have to like what's happening around us. It doesn't mean we have to like the people we work with or the circumstances that we find ourselves in. It doesn't mean we have to condone whatever is happening around us, but it does mean We have to accept that this is the reality, be honest with ourselves about how we're really feeling about it, and accept that we cannot change the other people around us that we work with. We can only change ourselves. We can only focus on what we can control. So, if we want to feel better, if we want to perform better, if we want to show up as better humans at work, again, all of the results we will achieve by practicing corporate mindfulness, the first step to doing that is practicing the first principle of accepting the grind. Accepting the grind for what it is, being honest with yourself about how you feel about it, and then looking for areas that are in your control that you can change. And so that's the lead into principle number two. Once we're able to accept the grind, we can then move on to the second principle of corporate mindfulness, which is what I call control and release. Control and release means that we are focusing our brain, we're focusing our energy, we're focusing our time on two things. First, the things we can control and only the things that we can control. And then second, within that group of things we can control We're choosing to focus only on the things that actually matter or the things that matter the most. These are the high impact, high value activities or actions you can take. Once you've accepted the grind and the reality of where you're at, you can ask yourself questions like, what do I want to do about this situation? Or what do I want to do about how I feel about the situation? Or how do I want to work with this person that I find very challenging to work with? Control and release is all about first identifying what you can control in any situation. And then equally important, identifying what you cannot control in any situation. And in that latter group, in the group of things that you cannot control, consciously releasing or letting go, choosing not to worry, choosing not to stress, choosing not to spend time trying to change whatever it is that you cannot control, whether that's a person or a circumstance or something you're encountering at work. To take control and release to the next level, You can even go back to the list of things that you've written out or that you've said out loud to yourself that are in your control and ask yourself within this group then, what are the most high impact or high value actions or activities I can take to improve my situation or to feel better or to get better or to show up more as myself at work? identifying the top one to two high impact actions or activities is so powerful. And then you consciously choose to release the rest, even if it's within your control. So examples of things that you can control, again, control and release is about first identifying what are the things in my control? And then what's not in my control, I'm gonna release those things consciously. Examples of things that you can control how you choose to think about something at work. You can also control how you choose to feel about something at work. And you can also control how you react or respond to someone you work with, especially when you find them particularly challenging or difficult to work with. Examples of things you cannot control, so these are the things that you consciously and deliberately want to tell yourself, want to remind yourself I am going to release these things, other people and the way that they act. You also can't control when the client emails you. You can't control how many emails you wake up to in the morning. You also can't control normal and very visceral human reactions to unfavorable things happening around you. If you're facing a situation at work that you find challenging or difficult, you will likely feel negative emotion. And that is okay. Another thing that you can't control is feedback you receive from other people. So we wanna release trying to control feedback from other people and instead asking ourselves, okay, based on this feedback, what is within my control to change that I want to change or do differently? And the answer could very well be nothing too, but again, that's within your control you get to decide someone actually deciding to give you the feedback is without your control. So, so oftentimes we walk through our careers almost walking on eggshells, worried about what other people will say about us or if we're going to get dinged on performance reviews when we never even end up getting dinged on performance reviews. And so just recognizing that you can't control feedback you're receiving, but you can control what you decide to do about it. I'll share an example of practicing the second principle control and release that I had back actually when I was working in my 20s and consulting. There was one MD in particular that I absolutely could not stand working for. Very challenging personality. We had very different work styles. And it was the type of experience where this person would ask for one thing. I would manage the team to do it. Then they'd change their mind So the team would head in the new direction. I'd be proactive in getting buy-in from this person and get sign-off on the exact approach that we'd be taking and outline things in detail. They'd agree. The team would create it, take it back to them, and then they'd want things taken in a completely another direction. So you get the picture. And I'm sure this sounds very familiar to many of you in your career. And working with this person felt so, so, so challenging. I felt miserable during every project and every assignment I was on with them. And in fact, they ended up being the subject of one of my business school admissions essays. (laughs) You know, the classic, like what is the most challenging work situation you face in your career? And so I guess I am grateful for them and for that experience because I learned so much and also it got me into business school. But because I'm a human, my natural gut reaction was to get really mad at this person and get really frustrated at this person behind the scenes, and to complain to them, to all of my other coworkers, and complain to them, to all of my friends who didn't even know who this person was, but by the time I was done working with them, they definitely knew who this person was, complain to my partner at the time to simmer in silent resentment and anger, and get really mad whenever they asked me to do something else, and just spend a lot of mental time and emotional energy ruminating on the ways in which they were a horrible MD and how I wish that they were different. Because I'm a human too. And this is the natural reaction most of us have in this situation. Nothing has gone wrong. But in order to start feeling better at work, in order to start problem solving and doing my job better, and also in order to show up as the best version of myself but in a way that was very authentic and aligned with who I was, I had to really first, first principle of corporate mindfulness, accept the grind, meaning accept that this person is the way that they are. This is how their brain works. This is how their management style or lack of management style is. This is what their leadership style is like. And I can't control how they act. So, after I accepted that this was the reality of what I was facing, this is the reality of who I was dealing with, then I had to embrace the second principle of control and release so that I could actually start helping myself change my reality at work. So control, I made a list, I actually wrote it out and I would highly encourage you to do the same if you're facing a challenging circumstance at work or if you're working with someone that's very difficult to work with, Make a list of what you can control. So things within my control were how much time and energy I spent complaining about this person, how much mental real estate I was allowing this person to occupy in my head even outside of office hours, how angry I allowed this person to get me, so meaning how much power I was giving them in terms of control over my emotions. I could also control how I was choosing to feel at various points throughout working with them. So even when we were on the 50th version of the deck, I could choose how I wanted to feel in that moment. And sometimes that decision looked like instead of choosing resentment and anger and frustration, I just chose neutral, right? I didn't have to be happy about it. I didn't have to love this experience working with them. But neutral is such a powerful emotion that I could choose to feel neutral, which felt a hell of a lot better than resentment or frustration or anger. And also, I could control how I started communicating consequences of their requests. And I could control how I communicated the boundaries that I needed to set for myself and to the team to them. Versus when I got reflective here, I noticed that in the beginning of working with this person, I would just blindly say yes to whatever revisions they wanted or whatever changes they wanted. And again, we were going in so many different directions that was getting exhausting for everyone. And so I could start changing how I communicated consequences, meaning letting them know, yeah, the team is happy to address these changes, but given they're different than what we had agreed upon, it means it will set us back X number of days in turning this around for the client or straight up asking them, sure, of course, happy to do these changes. What would you like me to deprioritize so we can get this done? And I decided to only focus on those things, only focus on what I could control. And then identified the release part, what I couldn't control, so what I was consciously going to release. I was going to consciously release trying to control when and how often this person would change their mind. I was going to release trying to fit them into this box of leadership that I liked best and liked best working with. I was going to release control of how this person was choosing to approach work and let go of the fact that it's not how I chose to approach work or how I would be leading a team if I were in their positions. And this is a big one. I also chose to release how this person was not living up to my standards and expectations. I decided to release fighting the fact That this person was not living up to my standards and expectations. So I accepted them for who they were. I focused on what I could control to make my situation better and the team situation better and to make myself feel better. And I consciously released the things that were beyond my control. I could not control this person's actions or their thoughts or their behaviors. So, in every challenging situation that you're facing at work, once you've accepted the grind, meaning accepted the reality of what you're in, and you stop fighting it, and so now you're more in problem solving mode of what do I want to do about this situation, or how do I want to feel about this situation, or how do I want to work with this difficult person, you ask yourself, what can I control? What is within my control to change? Only focus on those things. And then what can I release? That second part, actually listening out on paper or deliberately saying aloud to yourself what you are going to release and stop spending mental time and to stop spending mental energy, emotional energy, time on is so critical. And I always suggest to clients, if you really wanna have fun with this, you can write down, make two, columns, the things you can control, and the things you're going to release and let go. And then burn the list of things that you're letting go. I've actually done this with clients in my Breaking Free from the Grind private one-on-one coaching program. We've burned lists while we're coaching together on Zoom. It's incredibly fun. It's incredibly cathartic. I highly recommend it as long as you're in a safe, fireproof (laughs) space or you have water or something nearby. But it's just such a great way of really acknowledging, okay, this is what I can control. I'm choosing to focus my efforts here. This is what I cannot control, what I am releasing, and I am letting that go. We are burning that shit up. (laughs) You will feel better when you practice control and release. You will perform better at work because you're spending your emotional and mental energy on impactful areas and impactful activities that you can control and where you can make a change. And because you're doing this, you feel better. And so you start showing up as a better human. Second principle of corporate mindfulness, again, control and release. Make two lists. What can you control? What are you consciously releasing and letting go? And other people need to be in that release column. Really, really excited to keep diving deeper with the Breaking Free from the Grind tribe into exploring the principles of corporate mindfulness and sharing the foundational principles of corporate mindfulness every week here on this podcast. These are the principles that I teach in my one-on-one Breaking Free from the Grind coaching program. So if you're interested in really mastering the art of managing your mind at work and managing your emotions at work so you can feel better, so you can perform better, so you can show up as the version of yourself that you want to, go ahead and check out the link to book a consult call in the show notes of this podcast episode. I'm currently enrolling a few spots in my one-on-one Breaking Free From the Grind coaching program. The availability to book a call is on that link. We'll get on the phone. We'll talk about what's going on for you right now. I'll share exactly how we would solve for it, how in my Breaking Free From the Grind coaching program, and then you can go ahead. And if it feels like a good fit, get started today. Also, if you have something to share about the first few principles of corporate mindfulness, your experience with practicing accepting the grind, or your experiences practicing control and release, I would love, love, love to hear about it. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Breaking Free From The Grind. Message me on LinkedIn, Amelia Noel. I always love hearing from Breaking Free From The Grind tribe members who listen in and apply these principles And it's just really fun to hear what resonates so that I can keep creating content that is most helpful for all of us working crazy jobs at work. So thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to catch you next week when we explore the third principle of corporate mindfulness.